Hey, it's Ryan Reedy, and this is episode 113 of the Two Minute Tennis Podcast. Hey, this episode is going to help you win a lot more points. Simply put, it is much more likely that your opponent is going to screw up than it is you're going to hit an amazing shot, right? It's much more likely that your opponent will hit an error as a way for you to win the point than it is you're going to hit a winner. And so I want to give give you a couple different scenarios where I want you to be smart in the shots that you're going for because ultimately you can't hit enough winners to win a match, but your opponent can easily hit enough errors for you to win the match. So the first area and and topic here is when you're in trouble and you need to lob, I see this mistake all the time. When you are in trouble and you need to lob, you're back by the baseline, you're running into the corner, maybe a ball goes over your head, maybe you're running forward and you're like, I'm going to try to hit this ball over my opponent's head. What I've noticed as a major mistake from my students and players on adjacent courts as I'm teaching and I look around is players in their mind, the definition of a lob to them is a ball that goes up over and past the opponent. That's not really the definition of a lob. A lob is just a really high ball. So don't think that every lob must go over your opponent's head, especially if you're playing outdoors and you can hit that ball super high there's actually no need to hit the ball over them. Remember, when they screw up the overhead, you win the point. And what we're trying to do here is find a balance between what gives us a positive result versus a negative. And it's actually much more likely if you just hit this really high ball into the air, not even trying to get it over their head, just hitting it super high. If it's indoors, get it as close to the ceiling as possible, but don't even hit it anywhere near the baseline especially when you're in trouble. Defensive lobs need height. They give you more time to get back into the court. If you're playing doubles, you hit it super high, it gives your partner time to back up. If your lob is short, hitting the lob super high rather than just thinking, oh, it's gotta go over their head, will actually win you more points. Because instead of hitting it past your opponent, which just ends up going out, right? It lands two feet out, a foot out, six inches out, three feet out, right? It's like just past the baseline. Rather than just hemorrhaging points because you're, you're thinking that every lob must go past your opponent and that they can't touch it, actually hitting the lob super high when your opponent is just going to screw up that overhead anyway, because most people hate hitting overheads off of high balls. You get the point when they screw that up. And when it's dropping and accelerating from that high point, it's much more likely they're just going to tap it, that they're not going to be comfortable timing that overhead where if they take a full swing and try to swing really fast, they'll probably screw it up. They're going to screw it up more than 50% of the time. I can tell you that right now. And if they decide to just tap it, well, there they've taken, you've taken the advantage away of an overhead. They are just going to tap it and hit it a little lighter. So now you have a fighting chance to actually stay in that point and then win it later on. So first scenario, when you're going to go for a lob, don't think that every lob must go past your opponent and over their heads and that you don't want them to touch it. Actually hitting it super high and letting them hit the ball increases the likelihood that you win the point. The second scenario is when the opponent comes to the net. So many players hate their volleys 
And when you hit accidentally, right, a short ball that brings them in, as they're coming forward, they're thinking, oh no, oh no. And as they're coming in, you're thinking, oh no, oh no. Realize sometimes, and actually often, you're at the, you have an advantage when your opponent comes to the net if they hate their volleys and if you make them volley. So two shots you should definitely go for are purposely hitting to your opponent's backhand. So when your opponent comes to the net, give them a backhand volley. Most players don't like their backhand volley as much as their forehand volley. And so go for the backhand volley or aim for their backhand volley, but don't feel like you got to hit it very hard. Just hit it right to their backhand volley. Chances are they will miss more than half the time. And even when they don't miss, they're just going to hit a weaker ball that then you have another chance at that, at their volley. And the second shot you should go for is just at their feet. Don't feel like you have to go for the passing shot. Yes, if their approach shot is terrible and it pulls you in, and I'm a big fan of down the line passing shots, if you get the chance to go for a pass and you think it's very obvious, go down the line more frequently. But if you're in a little bit of trouble and you don't want to go for the lob, like we talked about in the first scenario, then go for their backhand volley. When the opponent comes to the net, either go at their feet, go to the backhand volley, I promise you're going to win a lot more points. And the last, and it's kind of a pet peeve of mine, is when players get a short ball, and you'll see um, like the thumbnails of of YouTube where they'll say like kill the short ball or just like a simple Google search how to how to kill the short ball in tennis and like everything is kill it or smack it or crush it or don't do any of that when you are hitting a short ball and the ball is weak don't feel like you have to smack it instead of going for a winner which just means the chances of you messing up go way up just hit a good shot to the opponent's weaker side where they're going to hit it higher over the net. Just hit a solid shot, maybe a 70% power shot. Just you coming forward is going to put the pressure on them. Remember, I was talking to you about when your opponent comes to the net to not always go for the pass, but to just aim for their backhand and aim for the feet. Why? Because so many players, when the opponent comes to the net, they get all you know, like crazy in the mind. They're like, ah, I got to go for a pass. I got to go for this heroic shot. Well, guess what? Your opponents are going to feel that way too. And you want to use that to your advantage. So when you get a short ball, don't feel like you got to hit a winner. Plan on coming forward and winning the point with subsequent shots. Plan on having to hit a volley or an overhead. Just you coming forward with a strong shot, just a 70% power shot, Just you coming forward is enough pressure on your opponent that they'll probably miss. And you can, if you have solid enough volleys, come in and put the ball away for a winner with a volley or an overhead. So when you think of lobbing, don't feel like you got to worry about depth so much. Worry about height. Get that ball super high. Really quickly here, I, I had a drill last week where I put the ball basket, like my cart, my push cart with all the balls, I put that uh, just past the tee. Uh, in no man's land. So maybe about five feet behind the center tee, the service tee. And I had my students see how close, I I teach at an indoor club. I said, you know, how close can you get your lob to the ceiling and then make it land in the ball basket? And it was fun, right? They were so consistent because they were hitting it high, but they had 
margin for error with where they were aiming. So many people think, oh, I'm going to try to make it land as close to the baseline as possible. Look, we're not Roger Federer and Serena Williams. We don't have that kind of touch, especially in a pressure situation. So just super high, give yourself margin. Think of making it land in no man's land, just past the tee, and you're going to win a lot of points from your opponent's errors. The second scenario, when your opponent comes to the net, give them a backhand volley or just hit the ball low to them. Try to make the ball land. And what is a low ball, by the way? Let me explain this further. A low ball is just a ball that lands short. So purposely make the ball land around the service line. If you can just purposely make your ball land in the service box or service line, that's going to be at their feet. That's how you control that, right? Give the ball low to them. Give the ball to their backhand side, and they're going to miss a lot of volleys. And last, when you do get a short ball, that's kind of sitting there and your brain says, let's crush it. Look, I know in our minds that we're Novak Djokovic and Osaka, but we just aren't. And so we got to play our best tennis. When we go out and play basketball, we don't go for LeBron James moves and dunks and go half court shots like Steph Curry. We got to be smart and play fundamental basketball, baseball, soccer, whatever it is. So be smart. And when you get that short ball, don't feel like you got to crush it for a winner. Just 70% shot to their weaker side. Don't feel like you got to hit a winner. And just doing that, make, putting the ball on their racket, will, and you follow it up to the net, will often put enough pressure on the opponent. And more than half the time, they'll just screw it up or hit a weaker ball that you can then put away for a winner. Follow these three situations where you're going to go for the smart shot and put it on your opponent's racket where they're going to screw up rather than you feeling you always have to go for the hero, highlight reel, winner. You start following this game plan, you're going to gain confidence, win more matches, and play much better tennis. This is Ryan Reedy over at the Two Minute Tennis Podcast. Talk soon.